Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. So in this video, I want to touch on vitamin D testing challenges. Okay, well the big, the big problem with vitamin D is that there's no agreed upon um, value of what you should have in your blood. I mean, they have an idea or estimation, and we can range all the way from this value right here to this value right here, depending on what units you use. It could range from this value to this value. Well, I guess you can take an average of these numbers, depending on what units you're measuring vitamin D from. Also, the Institute of Medicine will tell you that you need between 600 to 800 IUs of vitamin D every day. Yet the Endocrinology Society will say you need 1,000 to 200 IUs every day. So again, there's, just, there's not a lot of agreement on how much you need or how much should be in your blood. A couple things I want to talk about that are very, very important though. Uh, there's two forms of vitamin D. One is an inactive form, 25-hydroxy vitamin D. So it's kind of like the precursor to the active form, which is 125-dihydroxy vitamin D. So this is the active form. This is the inactive form. The way this works, and by the way, most of the vitamin D in your blood is the pre-inactive version. And many times what they're testing is they're testing 25-hydroxy vitamin D. They're testing the precursor or the inactive vitamin D. Okay, put that to the side. We'll come back to it. So what happens is you have the pre-vitamin D that goes through the body and goes through the liver. And from the liver, it then goes to the kidney. The kidney is the primary site for conversion of the inactive to the active version of vitamin D. What if there is damage to the kidney? You're going to lose your conversion capacity. And how many people have damage to the kidney? Well, what damages the kidney? Diabetes is a, is a big thing, but also insulin resistance. What percentage of the population has insulin resistance? I would say between 65 to 75% of the entire population. That is going to alter the ability for the kidney to convert the inactive to the active. When you get your test back from the lab that says your 5-hydroxy vitamin D is within normal levels, well, what about the active form? Are you getting a 100% conversion by the kidney? Is there any problem with the kidney? That's one variable. It's very common to have people with a defect in the vitamin D receptor. It's called polymorphism. And even though you may have normal vitamin D in your blood, it's not being activated because at the receptor level, it's not working. Also, if there's not enough bile in the body, you won't get the conversion. And if there's liver damage, you won't be able to produce the bile to make the conversion. If there's no gallbladder there, you could be bile deficient, so you're not going to have enough bile to make the conversion. We already mentioned about insulin resistance. If there's inflammation in the body, that can lower your ability to convert vitamin D. If there's malabsorption, gut problems. Let's say you had a series of antibiotics as a, as a child and that created scarring of your, in your colon. That can create 
a decreased capacity for conversion. If you had a gastric bypass, that could also alter your ability to convert vitamin D. So as you can see, there are many different variables. So you have to look at the big picture. What I tell people is to err on the side of taking more vitamin D than less and make sure you have enough bile so you can actually get the absorption. All right, I hope I didn't add more confusion, but I wanted to clear up some of these variables. And the point of this video was just to mention that just because this right here is normal doesn't necessarily mean it's being fully converted to the active form.